So we're at that time of the year again. It's the end of one year and the beginning of a new year, representing really that the old has gone and the new has come. This is a theme that's very common throughout of the scriptures. We're at the end of 2019 this year, and this is unique because it's not just the end of a year, it's also the end of a decade. So we're actually saying goodbye to the 2010s, and we're entering the 2020s. Who's ready? All right. And it's incredible to think about it, isn't it? Because if you're anything like me, the year 2000 doesn't even seem like it was that long ago. It just seems like it was a few years ago. And if, if that's you, then that means you're old. You're old like me. <laughs> the year 2000 was 20 years ago. You know, and just to actually uh, reflect on it a little bit, it's, it's fascinating to think. I got to visit my parents uh, uh, right before Christmas, and I took them to breakfast, and we were just remembering that whole year of bringing in the new millennium, bringing in the year 2000 together, and we went out to breakfast, and we got to share some fun stories, and anyone that brought in the, the new millennium remembers this. Who remembers Y2K? There was the Y2K scare. There was going to be a technological apocalypse. And, my, and my, my, uh, my parents and I really laughed as we talked about how we prepared for Y2K or how my parents prepared for it. I remember what we did. I'm never going to forget it. It was just this little section in the house right in the corner. We just had like a bunch of bags of rice <laughs> and, and, a, and like a hundred water bottles and, um, you know, I don't know how that probably would have lasted a week and a half, probably not a whole millennium. But, um, yeah, it was fascinating. That was our Y2K plan. And uh, it was just fascinating to think about that, how Tom, time has gone by and how even um, just to ma make us reflect on how time has flown by a bit, um, we're actually much closer right now to the year 2030 than we were to the year 2000. The year 2030 is only 10 years away. To the year 2000 was 20 years ago. To continue to have us reflect on how time has really gone by, any child that was born in the year 2000 has already graduated from high school and is a young adult either working or in their second year of college now. So just to make us reflect on that a bit, it seems like yesterday, but also a lifetime ago. I don't know for you, but in this past year and in this past decade and even in these past 20 years, there have been ups, there have been downs, but the one thing that remains has been God's faithfulness. God has been faithful. In those years when perhaps we didn't know if we were going to make it to the end of the year, but God has been faithful. Each one of us is on a journey Jesus meets us on that journey, and He takes us right where we need to be, from one season to a new season, from one year to a new year, from one level to the next level. And this year, friends, brothers, sisters, here at Imago Church, I'm just so grateful for this year. This year has been incredible. I can only explain this year with two words, 
And those words are only God. Only God made this possible. I look around and I see some faces that we had the joy of meeting this year. And I thank God for you. You are a part of this family. You are a part of this journey. I look around and I remember how we just started weekly morning worship service in September of 2018. And now we've gone a whole calendar year of worshiping together in the mornings. And the best is yet to come. We're grateful for all that God has done and we look ahead to all that God will do. I'm so grateful for all of those that have come along the journey at different points, for those that have been on the journey since the very beginning. God has used each and one of us for this greater purpose. And here we read in this passage in 1 John, we see that the Apostle John who wrote this passage, he's aware of this. He's aware of the fact that we are always on a journey. We're always in a season. And Jesus invites us into the next season or into the next level. Jesus takes us on a journey to that next level to go from death and step in to life. What John insists here on this passage is that those of us who follow Jesus are on a journey with him. Those of us here, this gathered community, this church that places our trust and our hope in Jesus Christ, we follow him and he's inviting us to go into the next level, to go deeper with him. And that Deep, going deeper with Jesus is going to show in so many ways. It's going to show in our character, in our words, in our actions, in our obedience, in the way that we live our lives. As followers of Jesus Christ, we actually get to be reflectors of the image of God. We get to reflect the image of God to those around us. And we see here in verse 16 what it means to follow Jesus into that next level, what it means to reflect the image of God, especially to those around us. It says here in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, it says this, This is love that Jesus laid His life down for us. This is love. This is going to that next level with Him. You and I get to serve as the primary proof of God's love for the world. We get to serve as that proof by reflecting the image of God in this world. And we get to reflect the image of God by laying down our lives for others. Laying down our lives for others, this is the marker, this is the identifier of our new life in Christ. This is what marks and makes clear that we are following Jesus into that next level. To take that journey from one season to a new season, from death to life, and to invite others into making that journey by laying down our lives for them. It says this in the passage, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. This is how it looks. This is what it looks like to go to that next level with Jesus, to go to that next level in authentic love, in following God, and, and, and to grow deeper with Him. It's not just a theory, but it's something real. It's something actual. 
following God into the next level reflects in our actions. Laying down of our lives can mean several things. Yes, laying down of our lives will mean for some of us the actual physical laying down of our lives when it's a fitting, fitting time. But laying down of our lives can also be laying down of our time, of our resources, of our energy for the sake of someone else. We can lay down our lives by giving of our time, our energy, our treasure, our talents. These are things that God has entrusted us with to be able to give away for the sake of someone else so that we can be reflectors of the image of God. We reflect the image of God when we give away our best thoughts and our best selves for God and for others. In fact, we see this example of Jesus Jesus laying down His life for us. He is our model for living. That's part of what it means to go deeper, to go to that next level, to lay down our lives for others. This is the call of God. This is the big thing that God calls us to, especially as we look into this new year and this new decade together. Yet in our culture sometimes, we can flip that around. Sometimes we can make a, a small thing a big thing, and we can turn big things like this into small things, right? Sometimes we can turn things like waiting in line or slow internet connection or airline service. That's a very small thing, but we can turn that into a really big thing unnecessarily. Yet this call from God of laying down our lives, this is the big thing that He calls us to in order to follow Him into that next level. Yet we can try to turn that big thing into a small thing. But this year and in this new decade, God actually invites us to follow Him on this journey. And there are going to be different paths that we can take on this journey. There's one path that we can take, and maybe you're familiar with it. I've been familiar with it in the past, and that is the path of just me, the path of I, self, me. And that path is only going to lead to death. It's not going to lead to the next level. It's going to take me to a low level. The path of death, the I, self, me path, that's just going to say, you know what? Don't give it away. Hoard your time. Hoard your possessions. Hoard your money. That's all just for I, self, me. But there's another way. There's another way that takes us to that next level, to that new life, that way of life, and that next level of living as disciples of Jesus. That calls for an unexpected willingness to lay down our lives, to live lives sacrificially. Our love becomes evidence to a love-starved world, and by following Jesus to this next level, it's not just doing an extra church thing, but laying down our lives for the sake of others. That is at the center of our identity as followers of Jesus. So in 2020, we're entering a new year, a new decade, and my prayer is that we as a community here at Imago Church, that we would be known as a people who lay down our lives who lay down our lives for God and for each other. People who show up 
to love one another with our time, our treasure, our talents. Just as Jesus showed up to love and serve us, we can do the same with each other. But what does this mean? To be joyfully willing to lay down our lives, that means that we're going to be willing to do the hard things, to go to the hard places together physically and emotionally and through the ups and downs and the rough patches on this journey, we're going to go through it together, especially in the uncomfortable times. It's not just about trying to do a nice thing, but it's about laying down our lives as Jesus laid his life down for us. And in fact, that's what the passage says, that this is how we know what love is. This is how we know what it means to go to that next level with God. Yet if we're honest, especially as those of us that are followers of Jesus or learning about Jesus, I know that for me, it's, this is the call of God to lay down my life for others, but this isn't always the case. It's not always lived out. And especially for us, if we're honest with ourselves, this may be the case for you too. You know, in preparing for this sermon, I had the opportunity to study some writings of a, a past missionary. And I think I've shared this with some of you before, but this was a missionary from the 20th century, one of the greatest missionaries of the past hundred years. His name was E. Stanley Jones. And E. Stanley Jones actually served uh, India as a missionary during the British colonized days. And during his time there, he got to really just build a lot of very important relationships and friendships and uh, see just God at work in incredible ways in India. But one of the friendships that he made was actually with another historical figure by the name of Gandhi. Some of us know who that is. And this is a recorded conversation. It was written down between uh, E. Stanley Jones and Gandhi. When they met together, uh, E. Stanley Jones said this to Gandhi. He said, Mr. Gandhi, though you quote the words of Christ often, why is it that you appear to so adamantly reject becoming his follower? Gandhi replied, oh, I don't reject Christ. I love Christ. It's just that so many Christians are so unlike Christ. If Christians would really live according to the teachings of Christ as found in the Bible and all of India would be saved today. It's humbling, isn't it? To actually reflect and think about that. But my encouragement to us today is to not just give in to any kind of guilt or shame or just pretend like that's not true. To pretend like this call that God has given us is something that we sometimes fall short of. No, the invitation today is actually to name that, to name the shortcomings, to admit and confess where we've been wrong, to admit and confess that not practicing what we preach has been a part of our story together as Christians, as individuals. That is a part of the healing process, to name it, but we don't have to claim it. And I'll, I'll tell you what I mean with that. Here in this year, as we reflect on 2019, as we reflect on the past 10 years, yeah, the truth is there probably have been some mistakes, there have been some mess-ups, there have been some shortcomings. But the invitation 
is today is that we name that, that we confess that in order to move forward. The book of James actually calls us to confess with one another, to name our shortcomings with one another, and that is the first step toward healing. So we name that. We name the mess-ups. We name the shortcomings. But we don't claim them because that doesn't have the final word on who we are. Because if we abide in Jesus Christ, that means that our story does not begin or end with us. Our story is not defined by just our shortcomings or our mess-ups. My story does not begin or end with just me. Our shortcomings and our mess-ups are not the whole story. They will not define 2019 or these past 10 years or what's to come. We name them, but we don't claim them. God is at work. God is able to bring together and even use some of those things in incredible ways to continue to show His faithfulness, to show us something new, to continue to lead us to that next level. You know, we heard that story of E. Stanley Jones and Gandhi talking and Gandhi mentioning some of the shortcomings that he observed in Christians. But that's not the whole story. You know, just a few years after that conversation with Gandhi and E. Stanley Jones, there was another young woman by the name of Agnes. She was from a country called Albania, and she went into this space in India that was called Calcutta, that is called Calcutta. And there she served along with a group of women. They chose to lay down their lives for an untouchable community, also known as Dalits. And this young woman named Agnes is who grew up to be Mother Teresa, eventually. And those young women that laid down their lives for the sake of others there, those were the sisters of mercy. God did extraordinary things by just the willingness to lay down their lives. And yes, those are extreme stories of Mother Teresa and of E. Stanley Jones. And maybe not all of us are going to lay down our lives in those extraordinary ways, but God can also do incredible things through ordinary people. When we show up and we lay down our lives through our time, our treasure, our talents, when we lay down our lives for the sake of others, God can love others through us. God can bless others through you when we're open to it when we're open to following God into that next level, following Jesus into that next space by laying down our lives. You know, I got to experience it a couple of weeks ago um, with something very extraordinary, um, a family I hadn't spoken to in this whole decade, since uh, the, the late 2000s, since like 2008. I got an email from this Hernandez family, and it just, they emailed my, uh, my pastoral email address as well. I have no idea how they found me, but they just uh, said on the subject line, please help. And we, I read the email, we eventually talked on the phone, and we took an opportunity to just pray together and catch up on all the, everything going on within their family dynamic. And I got to experience at the end of that prayer that this was not just about me. God used me to love them. God can use us to love others when we 
follow God in that way when we lay down our lives for others through our time, our treasure, our talents. You know, I remember um, several years ago when I was much younger, before I was married, before I had children, and there was a season of my life that was very difficult in many ways, emotionally and financially as well. And I remember I had just left this job that had some security, and I went to partner with a friend of mine. We were going to plant this new church over in Oakland in the Bay Area, again, before I was married, before I had children. And at the time, I didn't even have a place to stay. I was actually just staying on my friend's couch. It was one of those seasons. I don't know if anyone's ever had one of those seasons, but I did. And there was no money not even for food, not even for a place to stay, not even for gas. And I'll never forget this. God sent a couple. God loved me through this couple, Mark and Belinda. I'll never forget what happened. One day after a prayer service, they just came up to me and said, Carlos, we want you to do something for us. We want you to write down all of your housing, food, and transportation costs. We're going to cover it until you get back on your feet. They didn't have to do that. But God chose to love me through them. We can open our hearts, open our minds. We can follow Jesus into that next level of life together so that we can love, so God can love others through us. I know if we go around here, we can probably hear many stories of how God has loved us through other people, through other people laying down their lives for us, just as Christ laid His life down for us. This is real and actual. These are testimonies. These are wonders God at work when we lay down our lives just as He laid down His life. God is able to love other people through us. God is able to love other people through you. Will we be open this year to be that channel to bless, to love others so that God can do that in and through us? Because the truth is that the greatest proof for the reality of God is this. It's our laying down of our lives for each other, for our neighbors, for our families. That's the greatest proof of God. I've found in most cases that the unconvinced or the unmoved or the uninterested person must first be inspired by God's people before he or she is inspired by the Bible or any other teaching. And in fact, what is the Bible? The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son to lay down His life for us. The Bible just gives witness and testimony over and over to the people of God laying down their lives. God loving others through people. That's the invitation of God this year, at the end of this year. It's the great mission that we are all invited to be a part of, to give our lives away, to give our lives away to something so much greater, to the kingdom of God, to give our lives away to someone so much greater, to Jesus Christ. For most of us, it's probably not going to be going to a foreign land, going to across the world, 
And we love that. We support here at Imago Church uh, international missionaries. We support local missionaries uh, doing work in, in urban cities here in the U.S. as well. But for most of us, the call is not going to be going to a foreign land, but we can lay down our lives. We can follow Jesus into that next level, not just by going across the ocean, but also by going across the street, by going across the room, by going across the hall, here and now. How we live, what we do, that really matters. That can reflect the image of God in others. Others can feel the love of God through our lives as well, through us giving of ourselves fully to our jobs, to our families, to our neighborhoods, to our communities, in this church and in this community. That's part of the invitation in this new year, that we would step in fully and lay down our lives for each other. In 2020, my prayer is that God would take us together to that next level. That God would take us together to that next level in worship, in discipleship, that all of us can actually connect here on Sundays, but have a way to continue to grow throughout the week, whether it be through Tuesday night Bible study or another way to connect, that we could go to that next level in leadership that we can step in and also step up in the areas where we need to serve and to build one another up. So that's part of my prayer, that God would take us to the next level. And I'm going to share with you, too, some of the prayers that I have as a pastor for my own journal, for, my own journal, for this church into next year as well. We pray that God would take us to that next level even with facilities. We've been blessed to be here at this church facility, and we have the opportunity to be here. We have a contract to the end of next year, but it's year to year. We don't know if God's going to have us here just until next year or for the next five years, but we're going to pray and we're going to trust God's going to provide as He always has. Part of my prayer is also that God would take us to the next level with stewardship and with finances as well. We've been grateful that God has been faithful in incredible ways, but we're going to be learning together as a church what it means to be good stewards throughout this year, to go to that next level in stewardship. That means that we're going to learn how to be intentional, generous, honest, and faithful with our giving and with our stewardship because we need us all. We all need to pitch in to build up the kingdom of God. This church, this ministry is fully supported by those within the congregation. So God invites us to go to that next level with worship, with leadership, with stewardship, but also in this new year to, that we would go to that next level with mission, and with sharing our faith as well, we're so grateful we're going to have opportunities to serve the community through our hands and feet service project in the Easter season. And then with our fall outreach next year. And then with other opportunities to open doors of hospitality for people to connect with God during the Thanksgiving and the Christmas season. So my prayer is that we would go to that next level to follow Jesus into that next place. 
Just as we did this year, we'll do it again in the new year by all of us having a list of 10 people that we're praying for, inviting and influencing to be a part of God's family here at Imago Church. All of that, all of those prayers, I invite you to pray with me in this new year. That's part of following God into that next level. That's part of laying our lives down. And all of that, friends, it really matters. I love the way that one writer I really enjoy from the 20th century, William James, he said it once this way. He said, act as if what you do matters. It does. Your actions, your words, your lives, the way that we choose to live to follow Jesus into that next level, that all matters. You matter to this community. You matter to this mission. You matter to this call. The invitation that we give to the world is that invitation that God has given us to go to the next level. That's where we're going in 2020, to that next level with God. It's an invitation from Him. All of us are on this journey to follow Jesus in that way, to take that step from death to life. And we give evidence of crossing over, of making that step to that next level by how we lay down our lives, just as Jesus Christ laid His life down for us. So we only have a few days of this year left. Tuesday is going to be the last year, the last day of 2019. And here we have the opportunity to gather and worship Jesus, the faithful one. To worship the one who laid down his life for us. And in 2020, there are going to be many promises. There are going to be many, uh, m- many uh, resolutions, including mine. I already have my gym membership, yes. Talk to me in February though, okay? I already talked to someone in the morning. Keep me accountable. There are going to be many resolutions, many promises to hold on to. But a few promises that I want to leave us with this morning are God's promises for you. In Matthew 28, we hear Jesus promising us this, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I will never leave you or forsake you. I am with you no matter what. And then together, this year in 2020, as a church, we'll have a few theme verses, but one of our theme verses specifically is going to come from a rare book in the Bible. It's actually from what's called a minor prophet, from the prophet Habakkuk in chapter 1, verse 5 we read the following, and it's right behind me. And this is the promise of God for us as His people as we follow Him into the next level in 2020. And it says this, Look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. Be amazed, says God, 
For I am going to do something in your days. I am going to do something in your life. I am going to do something in your family, in your marriage, in your church. I am going to do something that you would not believe even if you were told. Can we receive that promise this year? Can we receive that God is going to do something? Just be amazed. Be utterly amazed as is promised. For I am doing something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. So in a couple of days, it's going to strike midnight. There will be many resolutions, but there are God's promises that never fail and never change. And even in this last Pass in this passage that we read in First John, in chapter in, in uh, chapter three, verse twenty-three. First John, uh, three twenty-three. It says this: that there are many resolutions, but there's one call and one command, and this is God's call and command for you and me and each one of us. It says this, and this is His command. This is His will. This is His call for you in 2019, in the new decade to come. This is His command to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He has commanded us. This is our call. This is His will for us in this new year, to love, to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He has commanded us. The one who started the work in you, He will bring it about into completion. Amen? Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you that you always have us in a season. You always have us in a journey. And the journey, Lord, that you invite us into, Lord, is to take that next step to go that next level, Lord. Lord, you, you stand and you meet us right where you're at, Lord, right where we're at, God. And we pray, Lord, that today you would help us. We can't do it on our own, but help us go to that next place, to that next level in following you, Lord, in laying down our lives through our time, our treasure, our talents, through our worship, God, just as you have laid down your life for us. So God, give us the courage, give us the wisdom to take that next step in 2020. To take that next step in trust, to take that next step in faith, to take that next step in surrender, oh God. Holy Spirit, you are the great counselor. You are the great connector. And you're doing a work in us and through us. We thank you, God, for 2019 and for this past decade that is coming to a close and we look forward to 2020 we look forward to being able to sing of your great faithfulness and of your everlasting mercies God in this new year continue Lord to fill our hearts with more of you continue to make us Jesus people continue to love others through us in this new year, Lord. We love you, Lord, and we praise you. 
We praise you for all that you've done, for all that you're doing, and we look forward to all that is to come. Thank you, Lord, for your promises and the confidence we have in you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.